Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome back to Hope Ministries. We are now on chapter 26 of the book of Proverbs, of one proverb a day, because obviously it's October 26th, right? And um, guys, we're almost there. I'm noticing as I look at, um, uh, I guess, like the views and the plays that we're, we're kind of uh, going down a little bit. I, I just want to give this, take this moment to motivate you. Um, don't come this far just to quit on this. The book of Proverbs is such an amazing book from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 31. And I just want to encourage you to just finish it out. We're five chapters away, guys, so make sure you get back in there. We're always going to have those, those, those kind of boxing match moments where you take a few jabs and you go down and you get tired, but we're going to finish this together. I promise you guys, and it's going to mean so much once you finish this book, and then you can begin a new journey on a different book in the Bible. Um, today, chapter 26 actually has 28 verses, one of the, um, I guess not as long, the shorter Proverbs in the Bible. And it actually starts off by saying it's uh, similitudes and instructions. So let's see what that means. So take out your Bibles, your Androids, your your iPads, whatever you have in front of you, and start taking notes and get ready for what God wants to um, release tonight. Let's just do a quick prayer before we read this word. And uh, Father, we want to thank you so much for giving us this moment, this opportunity to read your Bible, to read your word. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, to just direct us and guide us in this moment. Whatever we need to know, whatever is there for us tonight, the food, the daily bread that you give us every day, let us eat of that and just illuminate our minds while also removing distractions in Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, chapter 26, verse 1 says this, Like snow in summer and like rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a short-sighted fool. Hmm. Honor is not fitting for a short-sighted fool. I don't think you really see people honoring people who are short-sighted or people who just can't see past certain things and are struggling to see past a situation or a circumstance or, you know, things that agitate them quickly or frustrate them quickly or really have no vision for, I guess, building, you know. So there's really no honor for people in that category, as as the proverb is saying. Uh, Verse 2 says, Like the sparrow in her wandering, like the swallow in her flying, so the curse without cause does not come and alight on the undeserving. Interesting. Verse 3 says, A whip for the horse and a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the backs of fools who refuse to learn. So if you take a quick second and you can highlight that verse, think about that. You you see a horse uh, trying to train it and I guess domesticate it, so to speak. They are using the whip, and the same goes to the donkey, and the rod is for the back of the fools who never learn. All they want to do is keep on confronting similar situations and keep acting foolish. They don't gain any wisdom or understanding, right? And you're going to see that they continuously seek the rod. Now, the rod in this scenario could be a myriad of things. It could be a disciplinary action. It could be a consequence of a bad decision. Uh, it could be a father or mother coming down on a child or your boss coming down on you. Whatever it is, the foolish uh, individual is refusing to learn, which is why they're receiving the rod constantly on the back. Uh, Verse 4 says, Do not answer nor pretend to agree with the frivolous comments of a closed-minded fool according to his folly. Otherwise, you, even you, will be like them. 
Let's take a second to highlight this too. We're living right now in 2020 where there are many people um, openly discussing their foolishness and their ridiculousness and also their closed-mindedness. And do yourself a favor. Do not answer or pretend to agree with them. I've had so many conversations where people walk up to me and like, this is what I think about Trump. This is what I think about God. This is what I think about my boss. And I won't lie to you, sometimes I'm guilty of a yeah, 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 but the reality is no, 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 no. I don't want to sit here and listen to your ridiculousness, nor your closed-mindedness. Why? Because it says here in the Proverbs, not me, the Word of God, otherwise even you will become like them. So, who are your friends? Who are the people you're having those water cooler talks with at work? Who are the people you're associating with on social media? Think about that. Just run down that list real quick and you'll see if you're becoming like a wise person or vice versa. Verse 5. Answer and correct the erroneous concepts of a fool according to his folly. Otherwise, he will be wise in his own eyes if he thinks you agree with him. Again, we're kind of piggybacking on the pri- in a previous verse. You know, you really got to get to the point where if you hear ignorance or you hear somebody who's just so bold in spewing their, their vomit, so to speak, um, correct them. You know, hey, listen, dude, I'm not sure where you got this from, but let me give you some correction here. And I feel like we're all kind of like... Um, we're fearful or intimidated by the, the spirit of offense, so to speak, you know, and you got to get over that. You I mean, I'm not telling you to yell at a person, but correct them and speak wisdom into them. Why? Because then they honestly think that they are the smartest person and you agree with them. And guess what? When you, when you agree with them, they're going to take that knowledge to a brand new person and get that person intoxicated on stupidity and so on and so forth. Stop it there. The buck stops with you, so to speak. Amen. Verse 6, he who sends a message by the hand of a fool, cuts off his own feet, sabotages himself, and drinks the violence it brings on himself as a consequence. He who sends a message by the hand of a fool. Why would you do that? Who, who would do that? Think about that. Would you send a message through a fool to out there? It's, you're basically setting yourself up for a disaster for all the consequences that come with giving that person that responsibility. Don't do that. 7. Like the legs which are useless to the lame, so is a proverb in the mouth of a fool who cannot learn from its wisdom. Um, you see in chapter 1 of the book of Proverbs, it says, Riddles for the wise who solve the enigmas of life. So if you, if there's no understanding, if there is not, you, if you are not breaking free from a closed mindset, if there's no advancement, if there's no absorption, learning, implementing, imparting, if none of that is taking place, it is the equivalent to useless legs of the lame. They do nothing for you. You can read the Proverbs all day, but if the Holy Spirit is not working in you, if you're not walking with Christ constantly, and if you're reading this proverb right now and it's your first time reading it, I salute you, but I do advise you to dive deeper in relationship with God, for He is the one that releases all that wisdom to help you. So, um, it also goes for people who use proverbs towards other people, like they'll say a wise proverb to somebody, but they know they don't live it nor believe it. So, don't also use it as a weapon or a casting of a stone, so to speak. Be wise and let it just work in you before you try to use it on anything else. Verse 8, like one who absurdly binds a stone in a sling, making it impossible to throw, so is he who absurdly gives honor to a fool. Hmm. Again, we're seeing now uh, this verse 1 and verse 9 repeat now 
giving honor to a fool is pretty much absurd. 9. Like a thorn that goes without being felt into the hand of a drunken man, so is a proverb in the mouth of a fool who remains unaffected by its wisdom. Again, it's hitting that same thing. It's a different analogy this time. So make sure the proverb is something you understand. You're living it. You're, you're It's growing in you. And it's not just words you're throwing out of your mouth because the reality is if it's not living and growing inside of you, it's pretty much unaffected. And it's unaffected. Uh, verse 10. Like a careless archer who shoots arrows wildly and wounds everyone... Well, so is he who hires a fool or those who, by chance, just pass by. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, could you imagine, like, you're with your boss and he, like, some guy's walking through the window. He's like, yes, hire that guy. Like, that, like, I mean, think about it. There is, like, ZipRecruiter now. There is Monster.com. There's so many ways to break down resumes and, and accolades and all these things. And, and you're just going to hire someone. I mean, this, I love how it says a careless archer who just takes his arrow and just shoots it into a crowd, so to speak. You know, be careful and be wise about your decisions and be wise about who you're inviting into your life. I mean, if you're starting a company, don't hire the laziest person you know to be the, your secretary. Like, would you do that? No. So the same thing, just be wise when you're gathering your friends, getting into relationships, getting into business decisions, and so on and so forth. 11. Like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his foolishness. Very self-explanatory, guys. If you don't get that one, read it in a different translation. But this is as, I guess, straightforward as possible. 12. Do you see a man who is unteachable and wise in his own eyes and full of self-conceit? There is more hope for a fool than him. Wow. Um, like I said in my prior episodes, when I was told I was conceited and arrogant, um, it kind of pissed me off and I guess uh, exacerbated my arrogance and my conceit. And when you're in that conceit of like, I know everything, you know, um, someone once said, uh, you can't teach someone something new if they already believe they know it. All right, so you can't learn if you already think you know the concept you're looking at. So it's always good to be humble to receive counsel and wisdom, to be teachable, because there's more more hope for a fool than someone who is conceited and arrogant and thinks they know everything. 13. The lazy person who is self-indulgent and relies on lame excuses says, there's a lion in the road. A lion is in the open square, and if I go outside to work, I will be killed. Isn't that kind of interesting? Can we um, fast forward this verse to 2020 and COVID-19 and killer, I think it was what, killer bees or hornets or whatever it was. Insert ridiculous thing in 2020 here, and that's a lazy person right now. Think about that. How much of the country, now I'm not talking about people who are furloughed and were fired from their jobs. Our nation is suffering a lot in that area. However, how many people are actually content with living off the government right now and all their, their um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? They're getting their, their checks. Wow, why am I blanking out right now? Um, honey, you're next to me. What word am I looking for right now? Checks No, they're, they're getting paid. Um, when you're getting paid by the government? Um. Wow, sorry guys. I am blanking out. My wife was next to me. I tried to get this. I don't know why I can't get this word down but what i'm trying to say is don't be lazy you know try to get understand i'm sorry unemployment checks wow i couldn't get that yeah you know 
people are living off that and they're becoming so reliant off that and they're actually using excuses like no we can't do anything because the world is shut down so i'm going to stay here and just live in my bubble until i feel safe or i guess um i'm forced to go back to do what i have to do 14 as the door turns on its hinges so does a lazy person on his bed never getting out of it well again god really he talks about lazy people man i mean when king solomon speaks in these things guys one thing you can know for sure don't be lazy please 15 the lazy person buries his head and buries his hand in the dish losing opportunity after opportunity it wearies him to bring it back to his mouth a lazy person buries his hand in the dish losing opportunity after opportunity Hmm. I've met so many people who are just like, yeah, just opportunities don't come my way. Well, the reality is, what are you waiting for? Because sometimes what your eyes want to see is actually a figment of your imagination and quite frankly is an opportunity, but you don't see it that way. So an opportunity isn't just a gift wrap thing that says, here, open me here. Here's a million dollars. An opportunity could be that you start a business, you start an app, you start a YouTube channel, you start a podcast, so on and so forth. And from there it grows. So there is different definitions of opportunities. Don't just think that it's the best thing in the world that happened to you in that moment. Um, Wow, we're going to keep hammering at lazy people. Verse 16, lazy person is wiser in his own eyes than seven sensible men who can give a discreet answer. Interesting. Think about that for one fool or lazy person. He is thinks he's wiser than seven who are actually living a life who are taking full advantage of opportunities. 17, like one who grabs a dog by the ears and is likely to be bitten is he who, passing by, stops to meddle with the dispute that is none of his business. Ooh, I love this one, man. Highlight this. Not because it's verse 17, which has a little bit to do with it. But you stop, you're jumping in a conversation, you have no idea what's happening. You're trying to be, you know, Mr. Wise, Mr. Philosophy, and try to solve someone's problem. But guess what? It's like grabbing the ears of a dog. Get ready to get bitten. 18. Like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death, so is the man who deceives his neighbor, acquaintance, or friend, then says, was I not joking? (laughs) Isn't that weird? Like, you read this in the Bible, you figure you read this like in some kind of like different book, whatever, but like, it's just so funny. Like, God really hits everything, every single situation that we go through. 20. For lack of wood, the fire goes out. Straightforward. And where there is no whisperer who gossips, contention quiets down. Oof. Could you imagine right now, one fell swoop, we just got rid of all the gossips from workplaces and churches and homes. Apparently it says contention will quiet down. So think about how much whispering and gossip and slandering and murmuring, those things cause so much damage, especially to reputation, because you can easily Jones affect anyone whether it's good or bad but usually whispering and murmuring is is for bad things so just like a lack of wood for a fire goes out if we get rid of the whispers and the gossipers contention also goes out 21 like charcoal to hot embers and the and to and wood to fire so is a contentious man to kindle strife yep 100 percent. if you love drama and you keep watching them novellas and all those things Chances are you love to be contentious and kindle or start strife. 22. The words of a whisper, gossip, 
are like dainty morsels to be greedily eaten. They go down into the innermost chambers of the body to be remembered and mused upon. 23. Like a common clay vessel covered with a silver dross, making it appear silver, then it has no real value, when it has no real value. Are burning lips, murmuring manipulative words, and a wicked heart. Oh man, so basically what it's saying here is, oh, the silver dross is shiny on the outside, covered it, making it appear to be of value when it's not. But from within, you're a murmuring, manipulative, gossiping person who has a wicked heart. Don't clean the outside and want everyone to think you have a good inside. Heal the inside, purify the inside, and the outside will follow suit. 24. He who hates disguises it with his lips, but he stores up deceit in his heart. Ooh, for all my haters out there drinking a haterade, be careful you're not just disguising it. And, you know, when someone's winning, you're kind of like, mm, I don't know about that, I don't want him to win. Hey, don't store up deceit in your heart. Let it go. You're, everyone is working hard. Everyone's trying to get through so many things, especially including this year. Don't, come on, don't start stirring up strife and deceit and jealousy. Let that go. 25. When he speaks graciously and kindly to conceal his malice, do not trust him, for seven abominations are in his heart. Whoa! Highlight that for a second. When he speaks graciously, graciously and kindly to conceal malice, it says do not trust a person who speaks like that. Now, you need discernment here because, listen, I mean, the word says that the, the serpent was cunning, right? There's so many more people who are cunning and use wise words and all these beautiful drippings to kind of distract you to sound artistic. But seven abominations are in that person's heart. Well, 26. Though his hatred covers itself with guile and deceit, his malevolence will be revealed openly before the assembly. Hmm. 27. Whoever digs a pit for another man's feet will fall into it. And he who rolls a stone up a hill to do mischief, it will come back on him. Oh, what is the summary or the synapses of that verse? Do not plot against your neighbor, against your brother. Stop trying to make them fall into a snare, into a trap. Stop, stop trying to lead them as a sheep into the slaughter. Because guess what? That's going to fall back on you. And finally, last but not least... Verse 28 of chapter 26 says, A lying tongue hates those it wounds and crushes, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Wow. A lying tongue, a tongue hates those it wounds and crushes. Do you have a lying tongue? Are you lying about people? Are you making up all these rumors and things about people because you kind of want to see them fall and you want to take their spot or you want to just, you know, lord it over them that they should have changed and they should have been different and God's going to smite them with a lightning bolt? Be very wise what's developing in your heart nowadays, guys, because that's where everything, the wellsprings of life come from there. Your treasures, everything comes from right there. So, guys, that does it for tonight for chapter 26 of the book of Proverbs. It's been quite a journey thus far. I mean, we're 26 days in, guys, and think about it. We are now officially four chapters away from closing this out. So I urge you again, read this again. Go on to different translations. Highlight what stood out to you, what convicted you, what spoke volumes into you, what did the Holy Spirit say to you. Share it. Like it. Um, I cannot wait to get into chapter 27 tomorrow. As for tonight, God bless you. Have a safe night, and I will see you back here on Hope Ministries.